0: Hey, witches. Welcome to The Lion, The Witch, and the podcast. We are two Mystic Leos discussing spirituality and human condition in the post-pandemic world. So hop in, witches, for
1: going hexing. Episode two, let's do it.
0: Episode two. Yes, we did it. We put the first episode out. We, 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 what else did we do?
1: What have we done this week? How witchy was your week? How witchy was your week, Sean? Well, (laughs) I had an astral visitor this week, actually, which was interesting. Oh. Um, I think I told you about him, but he – I didn't catch his name, but he was just kind of a a dude floating around, floating around my apartment. Um, He came to hang out one night. Wait, he came back? No, it was – I was just talking about this one experience that – the original experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he came to hang out in my room. I think I I guess I might have told you this. And um he was kind of at, he 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 didn't really know what was going on. And when I when I mean when I say astral visitor is a spiritual traveler. Yes. So with me with my personal um psychic mediumship they kind of just show up. So it's like like what happens at a gas station they just drive up and show up, right? And they chill. So <laughs> and they chill. So he uh showed up in my bedroom. I wasn't feeling my best. I had a migraine. I wanted to go to bed. So I was kind of like, all right. You know, and I heard him, I heard him shuffling around and I was like, all right, listen, um, I can see you in my mind's eye. Like, I know that you're male. I know that you're brown hair, medium build. Um, I know that you want to talk and figure out what's going on with you because you're confused, but I'm tired. It is um, 1130 on the mortal plane. So I need... I need to go to bed. I hope you can understand. Come back tomorrow and we'll do a reading. So he, uh, he didn't show up actively tomorrow, but I, or tomorrow, the next day, <laughs> but I felt his, his energy. So um, we did a reading and I pulled a couple, um, I pulled a couple swords cards, I believe, and then temperance. So this guy was really looking for balance. Um, and he was balanced in his life, but in the afterlife, he wasn't really sure what was going on. So, um, he gave me a little message, like, you know, I need some explanation here and I explained to him what was going on and hopefully it helped because I haven't seen him since and I haven't felt him since, but, um, usually what happens when they show up, they kind of want some clarity on a certain topic. They might know they're dead. They might know they're not, or they might not know they're dead. Can you tell it's Thursday night? <laughs>
0: it's. Thir- I mean, it's it's uh it's nine thirty four for you, six thirty four for me. Mm-hmm. So I get that. It, yeah yes. yeah. But
1: yeah, That's- that was my my witchy my witchy week. Wow. That.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that he's gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was fine. He was definitely not malevolent, but you know, how much longer can you explain to someone that they need to? check into the next gas station down the street which is not you it's not you it's It's not not me no (laughs) the airbnb Um, on the astral plane is oh my god
0: (laughs) God. (laughs) (gasps) i'm trying to think how witchy was my week honestly i mean i'm gonna be honest i've been fucking exhausted Mm -hmm. i have been so tired and so drained like i mean i already told you this was last week i kept waking up at five o'clock every single morning. And now I've been waking up at three
1: 30, waking
0: up at three 30. And I am just drained. I feel like, especially this week, like we, you and I were both empaths. And I, a lot of my friends have been coming to me for not like advice or, um, really just venting, which I love, but, I have been having those emotions and feelings like trapped inside me and I feel just fucking exhausted. And I think maybe yeah. that's why my body has been tingling a lot mm. the past five, four or five days. Interesting. The tingling, it won't stop. It won't that's, stop. And That's really I, interesting. Have I not told you about this?
1: No, I think you're definitely channeling the new moon. M-
0: yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Which is why I was up at 330 that. Yeah. Exactly. It was
1: so, oh
0: my God. I'm just, my head hurts, my body tingles and no matter what I take or like help myself, it's not helping. Hmm. And I feel like every, more and more when my friends talk to me, I just, I bring it all in. Yeah. And I really hope that this is, I don't know how to get this gone.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's a super interesting point you bring up though, that sometimes we really have to Ask people if they have the emotional capacity before we we start venting. And that's something that I've learned so hard, you know. I mean, because I experience it myself and people people don't mean to emotionally dump, but people emotionally dump. They they kind of do a dump truck overload, you know. Which Just the stuff a they need to get thing. out. It's yeah. not a bad thing. And mean, sometimes trust it us. Can be overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it could be overwhelming. So always, you know. Sussing out and you know, with people that are empathic or, or can feel other people's emotions and take those on as their own emotions, it's very difficult. So yeah, I mean a good cleansing bath, man. That's literally what I was actually
0: gonna do today. I was the gonna salt eat. Bath. I was yeah. gonna eat, I'm gonna eat my dinner, and then I'm just gonna take a bath and literally just
1: oh yeah, exhale <laughs> finally. Oh, <yes. laughs> Uh, that's really Lots going on,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot going on, and and oh, also, like if anybody, if any of you have anything going on or want to ask us questions, we have an email, we have a yeah. spell box that we'd yes. love for you to contact us. Drop it in the spell box, drop it in the spell box. It's the lion, the witch, and the podcast at gmail.com. Yep. We would love to hear your stories or anything that you're going through because we probably have gone through it or are un- totally understand where you're coming from.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please email us just with questions, comments, uh, story time, love. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear it. Oh yeah. Send us your dog pictures, please. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> that could be
1: like their signature line,
0: you know, oh, like please. instead of doing a signature line, it's just like, Oh, here's my dog.
1: Here's my dog. Thank you. Here's your oh. payment. My dog picture. <laughs> And
0: then we can make a little scrapbook that oh, we can
1: post. Perfect. Perfect. I we got it. it. We got it. We got it. it.
0: Um, Sean, what are we talking about on episode two? We're
1: talking about tarot today. Yes. We love a tarot deck. Yes, we, we do. We love an oracle deck. Um, so, I mean, I feel like it's, it's very flushed in the market right now. Um, yep. I'm so happy that everyone loves tarot. Almost everyone I talk to is so interested in tarot these days and I'm so happy about that because tarot has gotten me so freaking much yep. you know it's a sacred and esoteric tool of divination and it's to be respected it is to be cleansed it is to be used daily I mean just consulted even I mean you know for a while I I got so into it so 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 into it and then I started pulling cards that freaked me out for a while. I would just like distance myself from it. And I, I remember that. Room. Yeah. And then I, I got back into it and was like, all right, I, this, this is like a tool that I'm really, really, really called to. So it's so important. It's, it's a mirror. It shows what is, what was, and what is yet, not yet come to pass. And so. tarot doesn't lie.
0: No. Never, never ever, ever, ever. It is always fucking spot on. I remember, I don't remember what deck you used when you did my first reading, but I my mouth fucking dropped. I was like, oh my God. And that's how you got me into tarot. Cause then every single time you would come over, you're like, you wanna do it? You wanna do you (laughs) wanna do a sped? You wanna do it? I'm like, yeah. And look where we
1: are. Look where we are. So Should we talk a little bit about uh, Tarot's origins? Yes. Do it. All right. So, Tarot's origins lie in Italy in the 1430s, uh, but the adaption of the cards to the occult world first occurred in France in the 1780s. Now, from our history classes, we'll all know that the 1780s were a not great time for France. It was uh, the French Revolution era, it was a lot going on. So, you know, there was a lot of upheaval, and spiritually, the cards are going to be a beacon for uh, light in dark times. Mm-hmm. So there was a woman named Marie-Anne L'Oramonde. No, Lenormand. Lenormand. You did that Lenormand. better than I would, so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel terrible I'm butchering her name, um, and I've taken so many years of French. This is unacceptable.
0: Oh, also, uh, this is on um, a Google Doc. Like, we wrote notes. Oh, we wrote notes. We wrote, we, wrote, we
1: wrote even though notes. we know this shit, um, I can't be expected to even complete a normal sentence. Like, that makes sense. So. <laughs>
0: even like <laughs> knowing off notes. the bat, like I know the cards and meanings, but we both watched the same YouTube video and wrote notes down of each of the cards and their meanings. And I mean, it just, it feels so much better. And I wish that this was the type of work that we got to do in school. Because mm-hmm. I would be fucking acing at everything. Yeah, but that's why I failed at history. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. <Well>, Hi. <laughs> let's try this again. Yep. Marie Anne I Beautiful. I think. There we go. Well, we're yeah. going with it. She brought the practice to fame in 1784 when one of Napoleon's generals went for a reading for a business venture, which wasn't a business venture. He called it a business venture. He was lying. Mm -hmm. Um, So she pulled the knight of swords, which revealed him as a high-ranking military officer, the emperor, which revealed his connection to Napoleon, and the king of swords, revealing his fate to rule as well, and then later, death. Very interesting. Um, the general was later crowned king of Sweden after Napoleon's death. So, you know, there's a lot of um, notable figures in the tarot's history. Um, I believe, you know, the standard modern deck is based on the Venetian or the pied de Monte. Tarot? I I think that's how you say it. You're killing it. Max out there like shaking his head right now. (laughs) Bitch can't pronounce anything. Um, (laughs) But it was originally uh, playing card games. Um, And they were noted, the major arcana was noted as the triumph cards. Um, And Mm -hmm. I believe the minor arcana, the pip cards. Yep. So um, yeah, really interesting how it developed esoterically. Mm -hmm. Um, So Major Arcana and Minor Arcana are the two sections the tarot is divided into. Uh, the whole deck consists of 78 cards. Um, Major Arcana has 22 cards, yeah, known as the Trumps. Yes. Or tri- Trumps? Mm, triumphs? Mm. I don't like to use the word Trump, so. Oh,
0: <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> we don't like that. We don't like so,
1: that. So I'm just going to breeze past that part. Yes. And the minor arcana, which has 56 cards. So going back to my written notes.
0: There we go. We both got our notes out.
1: Major arcana deals with spiritual matters and important trends in the querent or questioner's life. I like the word querent. It sounds so fancy. It is. It does sound fancy. <laughs> yes. Minor arcana is divided into four groups or suits. The suit of wands, which deals with business matters, career ambitions, and power passions, the suit of cups, which deals with love and emotion, the suit of swords, which deals with conflict and difficulties, and the suit of pentangles or coins, which deals with the material comforts and the physical world. Um, So there's 14 cards in each suit. Uh, Each suit has four court cards, king, queen, knight, and jack, and 10 numbered cards, um, which denote how events unfold. And then usually the court cards um, refer to the querent themselves. So that's a lot of information. Um, a disclaimer, we are not experts, obviously. <laughs>
0: Clearly, I failed history. So this is why I'm letting you say all of that.
1: So, <laughs> so we are not experts. These are our experiences and opinions with the cards. Yeah. Um, there are so many tarot readers that are so admirable and, and really do an amazing take on the cards. I like us as readers. I think that we do a great spin on the cards as well, but we're still learning and, you know, we're not going to be right all the time. So
0: no, and I, what I love too is anytime I get a new deck, actually any of my decks, I love the book that they have for each deck. And even though I know, okay, the cards are kind of the same, But their descriptions or the way that the author or um, who made the decks, their words are just so different and work with their set that it just Mm – I don't know. Each deck just makes it so different and magical. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know. I love that. I right? absolutely love the way that each artist really interprets the cards in their own way. I think yeah. that's so essential. Yeah. It's so essential. And that's why I always say, like I said it on the COVID pod episode, I'll say it again, like always have your um your little book on hand because mm-hmm. you never know something and it's interesting because some readers actually don't read um they only read one direction. So the tarot can be read upright or reversed. And usually upright is uh, the meaning that is typically ascribed to it uh, that is written in the books. But the reversed meaning is the exact opposite. Some readers don't read reversed, which is super interesting to me because I've always read reverse, but yeah. there's just another example of how everybody does things differently. So mm-hmm. it's important to take information and be able to cross-reference that information. And you will disagree with some of the stuff that we say in here, and maybe you'll agree with some of the stuff we say in here. So And that's cool. Yeah, fine. Stick mm-hmm. around. Uh, send us an email about what you agree and disagree with, You know, yeah. or what we could have improved on or anything. You know, And
0: still send pictures of your dog. Dogs. Still,
1: make sure we will not accept an email unless there are pictures of a dog. So of doggos. <laughs> I'm going to share my screen. Okay, so um, Sean just got out of PowerPoint. She made a fucking <laughs>
0: PowerPoint, and I wish you could all see this. But I, I thank you for this.
1: So let's dive in, shall we? Let's fucking do it. So. As I said, the major arcana has 22 cards, um, but they start from zero. The fool is number zero, which I think is super interesting and can be interpreted in so many different ways. But it's like, we usually think of one as the beginning, but no, you know, zero is the beginning. It comes from nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. So the fool card, first card in the tarot. Um, it has a very fresh, clean, and new energy associated with it. Yep. Um, it's often associated with journeys mm-hmm. or a leap of faith. As you can see, we have a gorgeous woman in, with her blue hair.
0: I was about By to way, say, I love, I love that it's a woman because also the cards, they are gender fluid.
1: Yeah. So there's no... Um, there's no gender in tarot. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking at a more traditional deck, uh, like the uh, Rider-Waite-Smith deck, Pamela Coleman-Smith's art is um, a little bit more gendered. But again, we're not really supposed to interpret um, the cards with gender. So this deck that I'm projecting is the Modern Witch Tarot. And it is one of my absolutely favorite decks because it is is very gender fluid there's um a lot of bright lovely feminine energy but there's also a lot of beautiful non-binary energy too which i fucking adore um so yeah you could see this this beautiful woman with her adorable i guess that's a that's a dress i wasn't sure if it was a dress or a jumpsuit
0: no it's a i mean it could be either it could be whatever you want to be
1: yeah it's this beautiful flower jumpsuit um she's She's like, she has her music in her ears. She's ready to go, ready to be on this journey. Um, She's taking a step and she's almost to the end of a cliff here. So that always signifies a leap of faith. Yeah. Um, And then you have the little dog down here who's kind of like grounded um, on the grass giving her a warning
0: I was just about to say it's just a little I I feel like the fool can sometimes have very like immature energy because the leap of faith is so I don't know what's gonna happen I'm just gonna do it so the dog is just saying just be careful like trust it but like uh
1: Right. But the fool takes takes the risk without thinking. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Is what these this energy is. Um, so it can be immature energy, certainly, can also denote the beginning of something. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I think it's it's super interesting how we have like the bright sun, the beautiful city in the background. Um, we're ready to start, is what this card is saying. And yep something that's super interesting is some readers read the fool or the entire major arcana as the fool's life cycle. So every um, card that comes after it, they read it in reference to the fool. Mm -hmm. So I think that's super interesting. I personally don't do that, um, but it is something that is, is done and it's out there. So Mm -hmm. the fool. So first card, the major arcana is the magician. That is the number one, that is numbered the first card, And the magician is very obviously a magic maker. Um, The magician is the expert on all things esoteric. As you see, she is holding a wand high in the air, um, very uh, has above so below energy. And then she has all of the tools next to her Mm -hmm. of the tarot. She has the sword, she has the cup, the pentacle, and the wand. So she's kind of the master... Of of all spirituality here. Um, you also have this beautiful growth. It's stunning. She's making um, things happen. She is making things happen. Yeah. Absolutely love that. So, um, making things happen, manifesting what you want. She is the vital energies of life. And really, it's all about the law of attraction here. But the magician, it's important to say, can also denote illusion and trickery. So kind of two different, you know, you can't really trust this energy. This energy is all knowing, but it could be elusive in a way. Yeah. So I think the magician is a super interesting character because when it comes up in a reading, we want to see it as a manifestation card, but it could also mean that someone around you is holding a little bit too much power. Mm -hmm. So pretty interesting card. Yeah. Next card is the high priestess. Look at her. Look at her with her computer being a badass. She is incredibly gorgeous. Hi. Um she's got this this beautiful vibe of like this deep purple outfit, the the blue of protection in the background which I love. Um you have the two pillars uh creating balance. Um I also love in the background of this particular card is there's a tapestry of pomegranates mm-hmm. um which pomegranates associated with e- persephone and hades in the underworld kind of keeping persephone in the underworld so there's there's kind of like a a reverence here of like a secret world mm-hmm. secret knowledge um intuition yeah yeah i think it's it's important though to also drive home the immense empathic and psychic energy that the high priestess has as well. Yes. Um, And just trusting your gut and trusting your intuition. I think when this card comes up in a reading, um, it's all about trusting yourself because at the end of the day, you really are the expert in your own world. So I think Mm -hmm. that's super important as well. All right. The The Empress.
0: Empress. This is, I kind of think of
1: you as the Empress. Oh, I kind of think of you as the Empress. Really?
0: I think maybe because, so, I mean, you can see the Empress. Like she, this is like mother energy. This Mm -hmm. is so like kind, caring. I'm going to say motherly again, because you just see her. She's on, she's sitting on her throne. She's watching out. She kind of reminds me of, oh my God. What is Simba's mother's
1: name? <laughs> uh, Sarabi.
0: Sarabi. Thank you. That's ex- <laughs> every time I think like the Empress comes up, that's exactly who I think of. And maybe that that's is because we're both Leos. But I
1: really, I really love that. I love that. Yeah, she's such a nurturing presence. She sits in her emotional power. She's on a throne. She's a queen. Um, I absolutely adore all of the uh, harvest and growth energy around her. I think that's super beautiful, and it's. She's very indicative of the divine mother, Mm -hmm. you know? So she's absolutely the divine mother. She's uh, surrounded in spring and summer energy. So I think she could absolutely be associated with Leos. Right. Um, She's out here with the best interest of others in mind. And she is reminding us to be sensitive, to treat people with sensitivity and to be really empathetic to whatever is going on if you if you get the empress in the cards uh in, in your um in your draw she's either describing or or uh, yeah i guess I, you could say she's kind of describing your situation of needing more emotional energy in your life or maybe there's like an, a very emotional figure in your life currently so i love getting her in a reading oh yeah i think she's always a good reminder to to be sensitive yes you know Mm -hmm. love that and then the
0: counterpart
1: the counterpart so it's super interesting to um to also think about the tarot and counterparts everybody pretty much has a counterpart the high priestess also has a counterpart yes uh we'll get to him next um but the empress's counterpart is the emperor so ruled by aries um as we can see we have some aries imagery with um the crown on their head Mm -hmm. um they have this, these, these uh, horns, horns from a ram coming out of their head, which is really cool. So the emperor sits in his power. Um, he's the authoritative and the emblem of power yes. and all-knowing. Fiery um, as fuck. Fiery fucking energy. He doesn't show emotion <laughs> nope. like the empress, um, but that's, it's important because they balance each other out. Yeah. You know, the tarot is all, also all about balance. Mm-hmm. Um, he has warring energy. but he's very honest and blunt. Or I'm sorry, they are very honest and blunt as well. Yes. Um, so again, it's important not to gender the cards. So they are absolutely an authoritative figure. And when you get the emperor card in a reading, it's kind of like, all right, you know, um, there's a lot of... Sitting in your power there is maybe you need to you take away a little bit from maybe you're going a little too hard. Um, maybe there's someone in your life that is being very hard on you is being a, a very authoritative figure, and um, they need to take a break or you need to speak to speak to them about having a little more emotion when they talk to you mm-hmm. so the emperor is definitely law and order I think. yeah. Yes. The Hierophant. Yes. So super interesting card. Um, I feel like I'm saying interesting a lot, but that's because it is They're interesting. all interesting. Yeah. They're, they're all so interesting. And I, I just love the modern witch, like how they're portrayed here. Um, so something interesting about the hi- something cool about the Hierophant <laughs> <laughs> is the term comes from ancient Greece and it's constructed from a combination of tahira which is the holy and farahin which is to show so showing the holy essentially being the spiritual master i was about to the say spiritual like, shower.
0: you can see there's like so much power and authority yeah. in this and uh you just see just how powerful this card is
1: yeah. And it's authority and religion. You see there, there are two um, people that are kind of prostrated in front of the hierophant, um, I guess, two followers and um, some keys crossed on the bottom, which I always get reminded of Hecate because she's the key keeper of the underworld, essentially. And, and keys are kind of a good dedication um, to her. So mm. love it. Um yeah, the hierophant denotes commitment, stability, tradition, values, and order. So, hierophant coming up in a card means you know more order and spirituality may be needed. Mm-hmm. And reversed is too much order, you know, naturally. Yeah. The lovers.
0: Need we say more? <laughs> I like this card is so like you I, self like a self-explanatory there we go self-explanatory
1: it is pretty self-explanatory um obviously there's one path and that's the path of love oh, um love. i like the imagery of the angel above the lovers because mm-hmm. it's like you're being blessed by the cosmos and the universe and i really really like that um you know there's this soul connection here one spirit is drawn to another it's almost like they're one spirit inhabiting two bodies like us so like us because yeah. it doesn't
0: have to be um, a relation. I mean, it could be a friendship. It could be family. It can be anybody coming into your life. It doesn't have to be a romantic partner.
1: Yeah, it's totally just about um, commitment yeah. and being really, really dedicated to someone or something. So yeah. the lover's card is always a great card
0: yeah. coming up in a, in a spread. Yeah,
1: The chariot. So badass. I love it. Oh. I love it.
0: Yes, this is like you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love this. This is this is a
1: great card. It is a great card. The chariot is ruled by Cancer, um, which is interesting because I don't see a lot of emotional energy in this card, but I do see a quick moving energy, kind of like the flow of a river. So yes. I could definitely see uh, Cancer here. Um, there is nurturing mother energy to this card, um, but there's also like travel there's a this this entire card is just about travel it's about movement um taking that journey the journey's being taken um the road less traveled now being traveled um and it's about things progressing balance um and when you pull this card in a reading i think it really means you should take that leap yeah um It's time to get the hell out of Dodge Mm -hmm. and make moves. It's time to make the move that you've been sitting on. The chariot. I always like the chariot because it's like, come on, get your ass in gear. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good card. And I love the, I love like the stars and the moons that, This character has on.
0: Oh, I noticed Um, that. Oh, don't you worry.
1: (laughs) They're riding a motorcycle in front of two sphinxes, uh, which is pulling in that traditional uh, imagery, but the motorcycle is just so fucking badass. And they've got a wand in their hand, which is like, love it. Modern witch. Yep. Strength. Strength. Look it, it's us. Yes. Well, strength is ruled by Leo. Um, And It's just the energy of infinite abundance. It's conquering fears. It's taming the beast. Look, she's hanging out with that lion because the lion loves it. She Mm -hmm. found the lion's gentle side. Mm -hmm. And they're both wearing like um, beautiful flower lays. So I really like that as well. Um, Strength is about overcoming obstacles and remembering that being gentle is also being strong. Um, Yes. I think we've seen that so many times in, in like Harry Potter, how when Harry and Dumbledore are talking, basically like, why am I so similar to Voldemort? Dumbledore is kind of like, well, you're not similar, Harry, because you know how to love, Mm -hmm. you know, you may have a lot of things in common, but you're not exactly the same. And, you know, we see that so many times um, in the Hobbit, Bilbo not killing Gollum because he has compassion for him Mm -hmm. instead of, uh, fear and killing out of fear so anyway went down my nerd train there for a little bit we love it Um, but the strength card is such a beautiful card when you pull it in a reading obviously it may mean that you need more strength in your life or that you someone else in your life needs some emotional and gentle strength so very great card to have yes the Hermit. I One think of we my have... favorite cards ever. I think we all
0: are the Hermit
1: right now. Absolutely. I felt such strong Hermit energy for such a long time. And, you know, sometimes we look at the Hermit card and we think it's negative, and it's absolutely not negative.
0: It's... This is taking your time and your space.
1: Yeah. It's totally about inner healing. Look at her. She's. She's kind of like um, begrudging – well, not begrudgingly, but like um, not really wanting to close her laptop, but she is closing her laptop for that like kind of emotional peace of mind. I mean, you and I talk about all the time how overwhelming social media is. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah. So I think that – I love the imagery of this particular card in the Modern Witch Tarot because it is this beautiful woman – with the, the hermit garb on her head, um, a beautiful long star necklace, which is her beacon of light. Um, but she's, you know, she's taking time for herself. She's like, all right, I'm done with social media for the day. I'm going to go take a bath. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to be in the dark for a while. Yes. Um, we love the hermit. The hermit is retreating within its soulless. Um, it's very analytical energy as well. Um, it's about recharging and finding your guiding light in that time to reflect mm-hmm. really important card to pull, especially yeah. now the wheel, wheel of, of fortune. fortune. This is always
0: <laughs> a good freaking card.
1: Yeah. Anytime. Like yeah. things are coming your way. Yep. It's all about positivity and abundance. Um, Equal balance, fortune, something good is coming. There's not much more to say about this card besides what is already apparent, justice.
0: Justice is cutting out that shit.
1: This is a card that we all (laughs) have needed for so long. We always need to pull this card. Um, Justices obviously can be read very traditionally. Uh, We see in um, one of their hands, they're holding um, a Libra, the symbol of Libra, the scales. So obviously that is denoting balance. Um, It's the law and order. It's the the karmic law as well. Karma's coming and she's coming in hot. Yep. Um, It's about resolution. It could very much be discussing actual court proceedings, you know, if you're doing a a reading about that. Um, But, you know, what you just mentioned, the cutting out, the cutting the cord. I really, really like this card for you know, she's holding up a sword. So it's all about cutting out what doesn't serve you. And I absolutely adore that. Lessons learned, just desserts. We love it. Yes. The hanged one. The hanged one. I really like how this says the hanged one and not the hanged man. I like that. So hanged one surrendering to a situation and letting go of old patterns so this person is being suspended from a tree um by one foot which is probably very uncomfortable yes um some readers like to read this as the tree of life um which is a, a great reading but really the main um the main method message here is finding a new perspective Yeah. You know, look at this person, they don't seem bothered in the least by uh, the fact that they're suspended by one foot on a tree. Um, so they're enjoying themselves. They are out here to enjoy whatever situation that this, this is, they're being put in right now. Um, so stillness and calmness are, are really strong here. Relaxation as well. Um, but finding that new perspective and being comfortable in that new situation, I think is paramount.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Death. Death yeah. isn't a bad card. I feel like no. so many
0: people think that it is because, I mean, death, but actually death is good. It's it's transformation. It's mm-hmm. rebirth. Birth. It's change. Like this is it's all good things that like coming from the past or what you've been dealing with before. This is a no, it's time. Like this is time for you to change and time for you to um something new is going to happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. I have nothing to add besides Thank you. No, <laughs> wow, I did good. <laughs> yeah, you did great. Besides the fact that it's ruled by Scorpio, which I think is so fitting. Um Obviously. As well, I love the imagery here of no one can escape death. Mm-hmm. As you can see, um, even the modern, in the Modern Witch deck, this takes on a very traditional look. Um, so death is on a horse riding through a, a battlefield or just a wasteland, um, holding their flag high. And there's a king or what looks like a king that has been cast down. So not even royalty can protect this this person. Um, And we have an old woman that is begging death. We have a young girl that is um, holding up a flower to death, so making an offering to death. And then another young woman to the side that is just kind of giving up and submitting to death. So I think another interesting thing about death is that it literally can sometimes mean death. And even if that's death of the person who you were before you made your social transformation. Um, But it's important to remember that everyone has a different way of approaching death. Everyone has a different way of grieving and we need to respect that even if it's for their old life. Mm -hmm. So when someone goes through a spiritual transformation, um, that might be very hard on them and we have to respect that and give them space. So I think it's really a good thought to always look at like the periphery of these cards as well as like the main image Um, and I never approached it like that with death but I remember not too long ago hearing a reader talk about the people on the side and I was like oh shit I didn't even like think about the people on the side you know Mm -hmm. so this is a really interesting card and, and definitely a transformative card and the the um, Major Arcana kind of takes a turn after this. Yeah, so Temperance. Temperance. Temperance came up the other day for me. Um, so going with the flow, I think is the the main um, the main action here. We have a an Which angel. I
0: love. Sorry, I just love yeah. like especially with this card because going with the flow and the flowing of water. I mean, you literally mm-hmm. have both of the cups like going back and forth. Exactly With what I was Pouring the say. water.
1: Yeah. Yep. Cup. We got cups going back and forth pouring the water. I also didn't notice until just now the angel has one foot on the ground mm-hmm. and another foot in the water. Mm-hmm. So that's super interesting too. Emotional balance. Yes. So this card is all about emotional balance. Um, patience, letting go, healing, taming emotions. So really interesting that this card came up for my astral visitor the other day it's all about letting go and being balanced mm-hmm. um so tarot can affect anyone even the yes death. yes <laughs> the devil the devil devil you all right so the devil is a not a fan favorite but also not a terrible card um it's all about toxic energy obsessions, yep. breaking ba- breaking away from bad people. And as we see, there are two um, people that are chained to the devil's throne. Yep. Uh, it's about possession, greed, guilt. Um, it's also about being honest with yourself and not being indulgent. Um, so a lot of things in the devil card, really interesting that he's holding a torch downward
0: mm-hmm. um, as if to I noticed burn. that.
1: Yeah, as if to burn these people. So, um, you know, just if you if you get this card in a reading, it's about reassessing what you're holding on to, um, what you need to break away from, and maybe what you're going a little too hard on right now. Yeah, maybe we need to to revalue our obsessions. Maybe they're not the healthiest thing for us right now. Yep. And my least favorite card.
0: The tower. I have the tower. I always say with the tower, out with the old, in with the new. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, I mean, the tower is. This is kind of. If you look at it, there's someone falling out of the tower. If there's, oh gosh, what? Oh my gosh, that poor
1: woman. Yeah, she oh. is uh, impaled.
0: She is impaled, and it's. Uh, I feel like with the tower. It's shaking up your life for a good reason. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you could be totally fine and then something happens and it totally flips your world upside down, but there is a reason why this is happening.
1: Absolutely. That's a great way to look at it. So positive. I love that reading. I always just get a little freaked out when this card comes up in a reading.
0: I agree. No, absolutely. Because <laughs> look at it, but it's not, There is. There, everything happens for a reason. That's my huge yeah. thing in life. And that's kind of how the tower is
1: and you just gotta be positive when yeah. you're looking at these cards um yes. yeah absolutely the tower symbolizes the universe coming in and shaking things up and pushing out the bad and bringing in the new and Yes, it can suggest extreme change is coming again you will survive this extreme change yes you know mm-hmm. so I think that's a good way of looking at the tower even though yeah. it sucks <laughs> Okay, the, the star. star. So the star kind of gives me Temperance vibes a bit. I agree. Um, I really love it. It's all about healing and rejuvenation. I'm not sure if this card is ruled by Aquarius, but it so looks like to me it's ruled by Aquarius. I, yeah,
0: yes. Absolutely. I, know
1: the, I know Temperance is ruled by um, Sagittarius, surprisingly, which you wouldn't think of... <laughs> Calm no. when you think of Sagittarius. No. You know, yeah. Not to shade Sagittarians. I mean, we all need their, we all need their organizational energy. Like we all need a Sagittarian to be on our ass, but that is not calm energy
0: at all. No. This is also a wish card.
1: <laughs> this is a wish card. Yeah. Finding peace of mind, reconciliation, pouring out emotional energy. And that's really evidenced by um, this character has. Two uh, vases they are pouring out or pitchers they are pouring out. Um, Again, one foot on the ground, the grass, and one foot in the water. So balance. I love that. I also love the stork flying in the background. These
0: are beautiful. Seriously. They are
1: so pretty. The moon.
0: My favorite card.
1: It's It's a great card. It's a great card. It's all about secrets and hidden knowledge. Um, in the modern witch tarot, there's actually um, the the dogs that are usually yep. howling at the moon are actually uh, two women with dog masks on them or wolf masks, whatever. And there's actually another um, a shadow woman, it looks like, in the water. And that's usually a scorpion. So obviously there's a Scorpio lurking around here I feel
0: like I don't know why I always I mean like you said like the moon has just always been my my theme and I'm always attracted to it and maybe because this is also a card that you should be working on yourself and Mm -hmm. I have been working on myself since meeting you and (laughs) since really like learning about myself and all of this so maybe that's why I'm so just attracted
1: yeah, the, this card is all about guidance too. Yeah. So, finding that guiding light in the moon is super important. Um, so, while we'll starting a new cycle. So, there you go. You know, when you started down this path, you started a new cycle. So, I could totally see how the moon card resonates with you super well. Yeah. And understanding the self. Yes. You know, the, the emotional self. Um, our moon signs are always uh, who we are on the inside, right? So it's super important to resonate. I mean, I like always want to hug my Libra moon. So, you know- So, yeah, we have the same moon signs. So, it's in the same sun signs. Oh, Lord. Um, so, <laughs> so we're emotional.
0: Like, Libra, we're we we emotional. Emotional. We, emotional.
1: We love balance. Um, we love getting to the bottom of things. Um, we try, like, I feel like our moon signs, our Libras, are always, like, trying to hold back our Leo suns. Like, calm down. Just think this through.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Moon is a great card. And then its counterpart is the sun, which is us
0: it literally i call this the yes card
1: the yes card it's definitely a, it's definitely a yes card ruled by leo i mean look at um, it look at it's, it it's all about joy it's all about happiness warmth and growth um you no know the flowers are growing and
0: happy as can be
1: Mm-hmm. you have a little girl that's waving a flag super happy on a horse uh when a horse horses appear in cards usually they mean victory um So something great is happening. You should definitely celebrate with this card. It's definitely a celebration card. Yep. Judgment. Judgment. So judgment all about making a decision. Um, The time has come. The time of awakening and self-realization, I think. You know, you have people literally coming out of their coffins here. It's very Christian judgment day vibes. Yeah. Um, But... It's also about making adjustments to reflect on who you really are, mm-hmm. as well. So being honest with yourself, I think, is a uh, a good theme to this card. In addition to make the right decision. Yes. You know, think it through. Yes. The world, we're already at the end. Would you get Can you to? It?
0: Yeah. I mean, yes. Yes. It's been. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. It's- no. The world is, is, I feel like it's the perfect way to end it because mm-hmm. it's the new chapter. It's after all these cards, like going through a journey, it's your your new phase. It's that cycle ending. It's, it's coming new and good vibes. It's just the world is in the palm of your hand in yes. a way.
1: I love that. The world is in the palm of your hand as... Um, Our character here is suspended in a wreath of victory. Um, She's holding two wands to denote balance. Um, We also have four figures of uh, the four elements uh, with zodiac imagery. So, um, Aquarian meaning uh, air... We got Virgo for Earth. Uh, I'm sorry, Scorpio for Water. We got Taurus for Earth. And we have uh, Leo for Fire. What's up? So all about fulfillment, achievement, balance. We've made it. The Fool has made it to the end of his journey or her journey. I love that. For their journey.
0: And we yeah. did that. We did, We could go on and do the rest of the cards, do all the minor arcana, but we would probably be here for Oh, days. Uh, days, another hour. So <laughs> our next segment is we're going to talk about our, what we are, our, our, our cards, our, our favorite deck that we're currently using or what's speaking to us. So Sean, I'm going to let you go first because you actually picked the deck I wanted to use. That's a <laughs> <big song. laughs> it's okay. And I'm going to take a water break while you're doing that.
1: Alright, so I'm talking about the Sirens of Song tarot deck by Lady Moon Co, who is one of my favorite proprietors of magical goods. Um, she also has a podcast called Lady Mooncast. shout out to her. Um, But this uh, deck is all about a lyrical interpretation of the major and the minor arcana. So I love this deck because it has all of my favorite musicians in it. Um, It's also gorgeous. It's just has such a simplistic and lovely style about it. Um, And I also love that the cards, you know, usually um, most decks come with reading guides. So oftentimes your... um, creator will have created different spreads for you and that's uh something that's super important as well is spreads so there are all kinds of different spreads to do making up your own spread is awesome um following another person's spread is just as awesome mm-hmm. a lot of people love to do the celtic cross spread the past past present and future spread yep. um I love to do everything that everybody doesn't like to do because I'm annoying. You're not annoying. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm, uh, I got to be different, right? Mm-hmm. So um, actually, I was looking through uh, this book, and Lady Moonco has outlined, actually, um, Caitlin, what's about? I hope I'm not butchering her name, but she is an amazing, amazing uh, spiritual practitioner and um, a card reader. And I love, love, love listening to her read. Um, she works with spirit guides, I believe. So she's always she's so, she's so interesting it to, to listen to. Um, but I believe that she um, collaborated to come up with these spreads. And one of the uh, super cool spreads that they have both put together it's called What We Do in the Shadows. So um, it's going to be to base everything off of the moon card. Um, so I'm just going to give a quick background to the certain spread, um, What We Do in the Shadows. One of the most delicious parts of being a witch is what we do in the shadows. Under the every changing phases of our sweet moon, we divine, we make love, we sin, we sing, we dance with our personal devils i love that the spread invites you to look closely into what awaits you in your shadows readers beware the spread will shine its light on all that lurks in your darkness what awaits you may not all be easy to face but it will certainly be nourishing and needed invoke siren fiona's ability fiona apple is the 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 moon card yes which is perfect Invoke Siren Fiona's ability to express and the fullest range of emotion: the good, the shameful, the ugly, the wild, and into most sincere songs. Sincere of songs. So pull the moon card from the deck, shuffle the remaining cards, then draw far and place below the moon. Each of these cards represents something that hides within your shadow that you are being called to recognize and explore. Spend time reflecting, journaling, meditating, or talking to your spirits. About why this is coming up and now, and how you are being called to address it. Do each of these cards represent a separate part of your life? More than likely, these three cards work together to tell a story. So, really beautiful description.
0: I'm Let's gonna do it. And,
1: I'm going to go ahead and find the moon card. Yes. So, per the directions, um, we're going to be putting down. We're going to be putting down the moon card, and then below the moon, we're going to put um, three cards down so each of these cards represents something that hides within your shadows that you are being called to recognize and explore okay so that's the main the main point of this so we've got the moon card wow i can't believe that actually showed up so we've got beautiful yeah card i'm gonna put her down and then i'm gonna shuffle i'm gonna lay out my cards right under the moon one two three okay go ahead and turn them over so I got the four of swords temperance okay and the knight of cups so four of swords I don't remember
0: what song that is
1: four of swords let's see I'm all right with a slow burn. Ah, yes. Yeah. All right. Four of Swords: Contemplation, meditation, and rest. A slow burn. Absolutely. Yep. Temperance, as we have learned, it's about emotional balance. It's about finding rest and finding your one foot on the ground while putting your other foot in the freaking creek you know and be cool with it the fact that both is, of those
0: cards are about rest so far that's something that you
1: you know oh i need it you've been needing that i've been needing it yeah absolutely this is very true my, my guides are like sean just take a day like sleep for a day god yeah. you're so hyper <laughs> all right and then the final one is the knight of cups so flowing from the heart Idealistic, romantic. So, in the theme of this, um, what we do in the shadows, once again, each of these cards represents something that hides within your shadow that you're being called to recognize and explore. So, Four of Swords, rest, meditation. Meditation, I think, is super important because I've been needing needing and toying with the idea of creating a meditation practice. Um,
0: I love meditation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My I do anxiety, it every morning. That's great. My anxiety has been through the roof lately, um, just with everything that's going on and just my general panic disorder. So I think that creating a meditation um, cycle will really help me be able to find rest and um, another thing i can't shut my mind off at night it's hard yeah it's very hard um temperance obviously the prime example of my emotional imbalance i definitely need to learn how to find emotional balance and i think that is is via resting i think it's via um just respecting my own boundaries and respecting myself a little more and respecting the boundaries of others um uh, cl- clapping or snapping we're snapping absolutely snapping first
0: snap of the episode
1: first snap of the episode and that is that dear listener is something that we're going to be doing a lot of we're going to be doing a lot of snapping and emotionally validating uh-huh. others and each other uh-huh. absolutely so the knight of cups again compassion control balance everything here is about balance and i love it literally. But compassion and control super important about finding compassion for myself and finding compassion for others. It's a very hard time. And we all really really need to have compassion for others and mm-hmm. respect ourselves, yeah. you know. If you want to sleep for like 12 hours, that's fucking your self care. Yes. If you want to take a bath, take a fucking bath. If you want to paint your nails, paint your nails. Mm-hmm. If you want to paint your dog's nails with dog safe uh, nail polish then do it then do it you know if your dog wants that if your dog needs that right so they have to consent to it so the fact that this is telling me to take a nap is basically perfect yeah that's basically yeah
0: literally all week you have been saying that you need to sleep
1: I need to sleep because I'm not yeah it's that new moon energy man it's that inauguration <laughs> upcoming energy oh god uh... Okay. Let
0: me do me. Let me do me. So that was, okay. So Sean, you, you took the deck that I wanted to I'm use, sorry. but like, no, it's fine. It's fine. That's why we both have that it's deck.
1: Fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we also both have this deck that I have out right now and it's Paulina Tarot by Paulina Cassidy. And this is the second deck that I ever got. My first deck was also from her and it's called Spirit Song. And it was all about animals guiding you through your journey, which I thought was so dope. But this one I have been using a lot more recently. It's been calling to me. And Paulina Cassidy, her illustrations are absolutely stunning. Mm. They, her, She's
1: such an amazing artist. Her details, the the colors, just everything.
0: And uh, this one, I just, lo- I, I have no words for this. It's just absolutely beautiful, and all the details that she has in every single card. It has such a meaning for each card. Yeah, and yeah, I, I just have nothing else to say. It's just, it's just amazing, and especially for beginners like me. I'm, I, no, I'm not like a beginner, but like in the middle. We're all beginners. True. I think this is like a beautiful deck to get if you're first starting out. Yeah. I think it's stunning. So, this honestly, I'm not gonna, I think for my deck or my spread, I'm just gonna do what's going on today and just have a feeling and see what happens with it.
1: This is a perfect example of divining your own spread, too.
0: Yeah, I've been doing this a lot recently. And there we go. Oh, that was a really bad, that was a really bad shuffle. I'm so sorry.
1: It's, Um, you know what, a shuffle is a shuffle. And, you know what's funny? I've been seeing people, you know how when you're shuffling real aggressively and a card flies out? Yeah. Take that card. I always do. Yep. That is or the card that was meant to come out for you. Or
0: if there's one card that is, like, flipped, I always take it in that, in it. Oh, okay. yeah. So let me see. Let's see what we got. We got, we're going to do three. We're going to do the Page of Swords. We got the Seven of
1: Swords. Mm-hmm.
0: And we got the sun.
1: Nice. There we go.
0: So we're going to go in here and I'm going into her book to see what her description said, because I love, I love what she says. So the page of swords is, though dressed in a flamboyant costume, the page assumes a warrior stance. The winged cap represents his rational thought and grace while the other peculiar creature represents his devious ways rational intellect recovery from depression facing problems justice courage which i think is very interesting for me because last week i definitely went through a um well i was crying like two days three days in a row last week and there were some things that i needed to change during this time and i did it Mm -hmm. and this is me realizing like okay, I faced these problems. There's a reason why I was crying for two days straight and I needed to finally change that. And I did this week. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's pretty dope. That's very You that's know, very I,
1: I remember a reading that I did for you and I got the Page of Swords too. So, Aww.
0: yeah. When was that? Was that recent?
1: I think that was on your COVID pod.
0: Yo, you're right.
1: yeah. Really weird a, how things come full circle like that.
0: That was a good episode.
1: That was a good one. <laughs> that, that was a good
0: one. Okay, so we got the Seven of Swords. Seven of Swords. The snake design on the man's cloak signifies deceit. Little does he know that there are witnesses to who his theft of the four swords. Theft, sneakiness, betrayal, deceit, backstabbing, mistrust.
1: Interesting.
0: That's very interesting because the next card I have is the sun.
1: Hmm. So Thumb is not growing as it seems.
0: I think so. I mean, that could be COVID. It could be COVID right now. It could be my area in LA. The cases are so fucking high. They're yeah. so high. It's super scary. No matter. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always at a like stop or a pause Like no matter what I do to try to keep my career or life going, it's something's always in the way. Mm-hmm. Which I definitely thought of last week, yeah. so I think this was a very like this is where I was. This is like I know this is going to happen, and I'm trying to figure things out. But then the sun, like everything's going to be okay. It's just
1: well, that's perfect for. I just want to note for the seven. Yeah, is you know sevens in in the tarot mean knowledge, reevaluation, and steadfastness. So knowledge, right there. Yeah, you kind of you figured it out. Yeah,
0: know? yeah, exactly. Like also I love the sign this little um child is on a hummingbird Aww, which so I, cute. it's absolutely beautiful the sunflowers are shining they're growing um, I love that the sun has a heart in the middle of it
1: yeah I, I just love
0: I, that. it's just absolutely beautiful and that was really that was dope that was great yeah. that was that was super good reading for both of us
1: I think it was great they don't lie. The cards don't lie. No, end they of story. Don't. They absolutely don't lie. And you know, like, like I said in the beginning, however you want to read the cards is it's your personal practice, and don't ever let anyone tell you that you know you're wrong or uh, you're not reading them right or you know the way. If you have like, if you think you have a good grasp on the meaning of the cards, the way they were written. Um, And you read your personal book or you do your research and you, you know, figure out what the cards mean to you. You're doing it right. You're living your truth for yourself, you know. And if you want to memorize the cards, memorize the cards. If you want to read the booklets all the time, read the booklets all the time. I mean.
0: It's whatever you want to do.
1: Yeah. I personally like to read the booklets even though I have a lot of the cards memorized because it shows a different perspective on what your artist thinks is going on. Mm-hmm. And it's always, always nice to hear another witch's perspective. Yes. So
0: that's the second snap of the episode. That's a good <laughs> way. That's a good way to end our episode. That's what we have for all of you. That's it. That was, yeah.
1: And hope we you liked it. Hope you
0: liked it. Hope you enjoyed it. We have the Instagram. You can find us on Apple and Spotify, all um, Google Podcasts, Anchor. We're all on there. And yeah. That's, we hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.
1: Until next time, join the conversation too. Definitely yes. send us a message on social media, tune in, what have you. Yeah. Have fun. Strap we'll in. Strap in, witches. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye.